Okay, check, check, check. Starting the podcast, this is Paul, and I am about to call Ben. And hopefully, all of this will work the way that it's intended. Starting a little bit early, uh, Ben sometimes labels the link to the Zoom meeting in funny ways. Today, the name of the link is Legion of Zoom. Legion of Zoom, which is great. And I feel like if we were going to do a Soul Coffin cover band, that might be a cool name. Legion of Zoom. It, it sounds good. I'm going to suggest it to Ben when I talk to him, which should be any moment now. Ben Lawrence. Hey. So um, I just uh, told the listeners... You know, I did one of the soft opens that I do sometimes for the podcast. That Legion of Zoom should be our Soul Coughing cover band. For those who don't know, when I uh, when I send Paul the Zoom link for the show, I've started to make little Zoom titles out of previously known Doom phrases. Yes, uh, I had explained this to the listener when we started, so they've heard it twice Yay. now. But from we, we as as you can tell, uh, listeners, if you didn't know this already, Ben and I never talk about the show before <laughs> we start it. We just jump That's right what keeps in. Keeps it fresh. Yeah. So uh, Ben is seeing my haircut for the first time. Ben, as you notice. I have no hair. I cut it off. Uh, I, I, yeah. You, your hair is a lot shorter than it was the last time we spoke. You did that yourself? Yep, I did it myself. Uh, I used a three for the, the numbers. Um, normally, I don't use a three. Normally, I would use a, a one that's, it's basically a one inch, but they're both blue. It's just that one is a darker blue than the other, so it took it down a little bit. Three is also what I use on my face uh, because I couldn't find my four, and then I did find my four. So I now have the S4 and the the one inch, so I will have more of a beard and a little bit more hair, but I'm, I think I'm going to keep it short because I like it being is short. Is that why you decided to cut your hair is because is to, you wanted to change? Yeah, so, um, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, Ben, but I have recently been diagnosed as being autistic. Uh, it's not something that, that comes so? up that often whenever, <laughs> whenever we talk uh, about this. So, um, no, but the, the basic thing is that, um, you know, I have a thing about tags in my shirts and all that kind of stuff. I okay. take them out. Um, there have been... Uh, times when I have ripped a hole in the back of my uh, collar of a T-shirt because they don't have the the easy rip-off tags, which is so annoying to me. Um, but yeah, the tags will tickle. So occasionally there are problems with my hair and with my beard where the tactile sense of them, like like eating ice cream when I have a very big mustache, I can power through the feeling, but I don't like it. And I finally realized, oh, and then sleeping when I have my hair like on my face or anything like that, I don't like it. But I also don't like the way it feels when I pull my hair back and I'm sleeping on it. And I realized that I am most comfortable when my hair and beard are short. I still have to have hair and a beard, but when they're short. Um, a shaved head is no good um, socially or... Um, tactily, tactilely. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I this is my new look. Socially, new I think look. a shaved head is fine. It's the uh, racist tattoos on the head you got to worry about. Hey, I don't have any of those. Okay. I didn't say the racist uh, tattoos the on your head. Listener, not thinking, might not, <laughs> might not understand that. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> I got them when I was a kid. Everybody was doing it. No, I. Um, kind of know what you mean i don't like having long hair either my hair is kind of long right now but i'm also i haven't shaved in a while and this is probably not going to last too much longer 
because I don't like the way facial hair feels, and I don't get how... And I say this now, I'm sure like in 20 years when we do the podcast, I'm going to have a full beard. But I don't understand how yeah. people can live with beards. I just don't get it. It makes my face feel greasy. Yeah, that's the thing is I like I like having a beard, but I would just wash it all the time. I shower like, uh, every have beard day. Wash. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's um, um, Mike Dowdy who said one of the cool things about having a beard is that you can shampoo your face. <laughs> Speaking of Mike Dowdy, um, oh, also, I, I, something that you just said made me remember this. I don't remember their name, and I, and I feel bad about this, but I knew a tattoo artist at one point in time who would give people free tattoos if they were covering up... Uh, hate I, speech. I don't know who you're talking on the about, person. but I have heard of that service before where maybe it was someone in seattle and i didn't actually tattoo, know them maybe that's why i can't shops. think of their name i think a lot of reputable tattoo shops would either do that for free or offer that at a, at a great discount if they're covering up some sort of hate yeah. symbol which is cool i think um so I, was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna sort of like excuse and say, oh, you know, when you're in your twenties, you do a bunch of stupid crap. But like, I was a dumb kid in my twenties, and I don't have <laughs> tattoos of hate symbols on me. So you know, there is a limit, right? Yeah. And so, um, let's talk for just a second about Patreon. Not, not, not <laughs> Subscribe having to our one. Patreon, we don't have. <laughs> No, I was actually thinking about something that might be Smash fun to do, like uh, which which is uh, ask like from Blast from the Past, ask uh, Brett Fetzer to give us um, something to do on the podcast. <laughs> like every week, we, we have, have our assignment from Brett, uh, a thing from Ben that yeah, from Brett. Uh, might be funny, uh, but but no, I was I was just gonna say. Um, do you support anyone on Patreon? Did we talk about this already? Is this one of those? Who Maybe do you I support, support on it? I support three different creators. Um, one is the Trusty Henchman, which is a comic book writer. Um, he is also Chris Casso, the uh, former manager of Comics Dungeon and member of the Perfect Bound podcast. That guy! Yeah, yeah. So he has a Patreon that I follow or that I support. I don't. I don't think that we talked about this because if we had, I would have remembered that. Hopefully, I also okay. Next I also one. support Annex Theater. I am a Patreon. Oh, I'm a Patreon of Annex Theater. I submit to the. Uh, I also support via GoFundMe, not GoFundMe Network for Good. Annex has a uh, uh, so I mm. contribute monthly to Annex two different ways. Um, and nice. I uh, every for five dollars a month, I support Mike Doty on Patreon. Hey, there we go. Maybe that's so. Um, uh, my condolences to Annex Theater for not being on this list. Uh, uh, I have no, I have no justification. Uh, because when you hear the thing, so um, the <coughs> podcast that I support. Or the, the Patreon things. Uh, not another D&D podcast, uh, which is uh, Emily Axford, uh, uh, Brian Murphy, um, oh, and... Uh, oh, 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 oh. oh, I should know this. I should know this. He's he's the head of uh, HeadGum. Uh, uh, Jake Hurwitz. Uh, their D&D actual play group. Okay. We also do a fun thing called Dungeon Court. One of the nice things is, you know, they're one of those those D and D uh, groups that started as just three friends, but they always bring in other people to 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 be on the thing, which is nice. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Unprepared Casters, which is again a and D actual play thing. I followed the people that are doing it on TikTok. And I left TikTok, but I stayed supporting their actual play podcast. It's the closest thing to having friends that aren't friends, parasocial relationship happening. Uh, and that's what all these are. Before um, you go on, I just want to... BigSoftTitty.png. Uh, before you go on, I, I, was, oh, I want to say, like, it's like having friends, but not. 
I am a part of a um, Friday night Zoom happy hour group. So every every Friday night, you know, five o'clock, whoever can make it shows up. You know, it's not people aren't like, well, where's this person? You know, it's just very casual. Pop in, have a drink, chat with a bunch of um, local theater people. And there have been a number of times where I've been working. So I've had the happy hour Zoom on, but I've been working and I'm not like contributing conversation. I'm just listening. And at one point, somebody somebody like pointed that out. And I'm like, this is just like listening to a podcast with my friends. You know, that's all yeah. that that's that's what this is for me at this moment. Right. Like it's a podcast that my friends are doing. You know, occasionally, Ben, when I'm, I, you know, we, we make jokes about not listening to the podcast, but sometimes <laughs> if I'm going on a long drive, which I don't do that often anymore, but, but when I used to, when I would go to work and stuff like that, I would listen to our podcast oh, and really? be like, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's kind of, it's, it, it had that sameness. It has the same nostalgia factor as listening to audio cassettes that you make when yeah, you're a kid. Yeah. You know what I did last you know, night? Putting on... Um, I, I no, actually... I, when I went to bed, I played our song, our half-hour song, uh, which I believe we called... Oh. I have an iPad that has GarageBand on it. And, uh, right. Famously, uh, GarageBand not used <laughs> in the creation of that So I was listening that to that song. as I was going to sleep and I did fall asleep during it and I woke up when it auto-played to the next podcast and I heard our voices and then I went and turned it off because I'm like, no, I'm, not, I'm just going to stay up and listen. So Yeah. Wow, so wow, wow. So BigSoftTitty.png. Um, speaking of, uh, yeah. BigSoftTitty.png, obviously Tom Walker and Demi Lardner, uh, Two Australian comedians who are now engaged to each other, uh, which is why that's an important uh, thing. But uh, just one of the funny, like my my sense of humor, um, silly and disgusting at the same time, um, just just amazing. Uh, and you know, you you listen to it, and they're you know they're their Patreon is one of their sources of income. Right. So you're listening to it going, I'm helping this yeah. happen. Um, and then uh, there is also the, uh, the uh, what is it called? The Horn section. H-O-R-N-E section. Alex Horn, who does Taskmaster, has a band. And they have a podcast... And they haven't done their podcast in a while because they made a show uh, kind of based on yeah. the podcast. But um, they have some pretty cool guests on. Reggie Watts was on uh, one time. And it's the horn section is a group of really talented musicians, right? And so they often will create a song based on, like, they'll, they'll say, what what's your favorite genre of music? Uh, would you like a chorus? What what?" Uh, BPM would you like it to be you know that kind of stuff and then in the end you know they go away and they play it all of this to say um, I noticed something about the British podcasts that are different than a lot of the US podcasts and that's that and this was this is actually brought in, uh, in full uh, Taskmaster has their own podcast as well Paul F. Tompkins was on it and he pointed it out when you when you're on a British podcast, they just start right away. Yeah. They start talking to you and things like that. Um, whereas in America, you have to sit through them talking about their intro <laughs> and all that kind of thing. Uh, the it's it's common with British podcasts because I guess they value people's time more that they do those intros afterwards. Yeah, I I, I believe that's how Marin does his show. They just when, oh. when he has well, he's obviously because, British. Yeah, he is somewhat British because I there have been a couple. I, I used to listen to his show. Like I tried to catch up on all the past episodes, but I was he, he could he was recording them faster than I can listen. I just every once in a while I will tune in. However, there have I do remember one guest. I don't remember who it was, but the like he just started talking to him, and they were they were kind of surprised that they were all that they were recording that they were going. Yeah, but he does record like exactly a 
15, 20 minute intro, you know, for each show. So a lot of people that I know actually bypass his intro and get right to the guest. But he yeah. doesn't do it with them there. That's the point. Which, you know, we we just get right into it. It's just that we are our own host this and guest. This is just an hour-long intro. Most of the time. Yeah, exactly. The, there's never any real meat. Speaking about never any real meat, uh, I had some vegan bacon mac and cheese today. And the thing that I liked the most about it is it's mac and cheese with sort of a flavor of bacon. No attempts to make it look like there was any bacon in there. It was just shells and, and yeah. sauce. Uh, which I think might be an interesting idea. Uh, you know, get away from, like, trying to make things look like things. And just in the future, what you're going to eat is a cube that tastes delicious. But it's still a cube. Welcome to the Matrix. With a texture. I, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I... Oh, shoot. I heard that it's uh, either, it's either yeah. Beyond Meat or Impossible Foods, the, the fake meat, the plant-based meat company. Um, like, their sales have dipped. I think, the, I think the, the, the crest of people's sort of, like, curiosity about uh, plant-based meat has, has, has gone downhill and uh i honestly think off. that social media may have something what to do with it what makes you think that um there is a lot of in left spaces yeah right there's a big push now that being vegan is elitist and um racist uh which is interesting i don't uh, and the I don't understand the elitism part. Or sorry, the the racism part. Uh, but I get I get the elitism. It is actually a part a, 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 a privilege that you can decide what yeah. how you choose to eat. And when when it, when they say racist, here's the thing, right? It's the same. It's the same problem with vegans the world over. Uh, and it's not a problem with vegans. It's a problem with criticism of vegans. Is that you're criticizing a version of vegan that not everyone is, which is, you know, telling other people that they're wrong for how they eat rather than it being right. a choice. Like, because, because you are doing this, you are passing judgment on me as a person, right? That that's that because you've made some sort of, you know, I'm putting ethical in quotes, I'm not. You can see my hands. I'm not really, but you know what I mean. Some sort of ethical um, choice, if it's an ethical choice, that by saying it's an ethical choice, you are implying that everyone who doesn't make the same choice as you is Correct. being unethical. And that is why when I am out to eat with uh, somebody who I know is vegan or even vegetarian, I feel sheepish when I eat meat, like I am doing something wrong. It's like when you... Uh, it's funny because sheep, uh, if you, you know, famously like don't eat meat. If you know somebody is a recovering alcoholic and, like, at a dinner party, everybody's drinking wine except for that one person because... Yeah. Why would they? And that's... I think the thing is, you know, I don't drink. Um, but I don't... I don't judge... The, well, no, I do. I actually do judge people who, who drink to excess... Um, I, I was lying when I said I don't, um, I still will hang out with them, but I do, I guess I do judge them you in some ways, out, it, depending hanging on, hanging out with drunk people is annoying. You gotta find the right, get the right drunk yeah. people. Otherwise it's just, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not, it's definitely not everybody. Right. But it is interesting that I caught myself saying that because it was something that I would say for a really long time. I think again, uh, being with Jennifer for so long, she's cut through some of that stuff. Um, it was, again, her famously who uh, pointed out to me, and what which I've seen now, is that there is an element of sadism to my humor that I like making people feel stupid, um, which is true. Uh, stupid or confused or, yeah. you know, whatever. That, that there is a... Not a rage necessarily, but there is a, a um, uh, 
she, she, what was it? Um, it was a, um, you know, a, uh, a base. The basic thing is, um, I'm smiling. I'm telling people that it should be fun, but I'm also happy that they may be uncomfortable with what I'm doing. Which I think is is kind of true. I mean, there are, there are times, uh, especially you know, what in our collaborations, where I was like, I'm just going to do this, and it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be great. And you're like, oh, here geez. we go. <laughs> and that and that that here we go. Right, your your uh, like resignation. <laughs> that okay, well, let's see what happens. Um, I enjoyed that, and with her specifically, and this is one of the reasons why she brings it up. Um, I like it when she gets mad at me for, you know, when I make a, when I make a joke that actually makes her, you know, well, there's, I mean, there's a, it's, it's the, it's the bad, it's the bad pun thing, right? When, when you make a pun that's so bad, somebody groans, it's like that, but with everything, I mean, (laughs) that's, you can, you can, I, I, I make people groan all the time because of bad puns and dad jokes, but uh, like I don't think yeah. anybody's ever actively mad at me. Like it, every once in a while, no. I have made people actively mad at me, and I have felt terrible. Well, yeah, and I think I th- I think you and I you and I are, are kind of in the same boat there. There's there's a certain um, agreement uh, where when someone gets mad at you for a pun, that they aren't really right. angry. Right, that they're that they're they're fake angry, but they have to be angry, and if they aren't angry, then it, it's not it, good. Yeah, they, they they don't want to accept the bad pun, but it, so if they don't show any anger, that's a tacit uh, acceptance of your humor. Getting, uh, getting fake frustrated at the pun, you know, groaning, yeah, uh, shaking your head, all that is the equivalent of laughter. For the yes. bad pun. What I will sometimes do, and she's really trying to break me of this habit, I'm getting better, is I will pretend like I don't know something that I do know because I think it's funny when she thinks I don't know something that I actually do. Yeah, I've, I've seen this in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Beatles, you say. I, I'm not familiar with. It's it's a band. I'm guessing. Like that sort of thing. I don't do it as much anymore. It was more of a, a young man's game when yeah. I did stuff. But you know, getting someone to explain what professional wrestling is. You know, is is funny I, to me. But I have actually put my foot in my mouth a couple of times. Um, just as a stretching exercise. No, but I have, like, done, played that same game where I've played like I didn't know what the person was talking about in an effort to make fun of somebody who actually doesn't, and in return um, was was treated as if I, I, I said that in earnest. And one specific example, I was talking to a friend, and they were talking about the improv rehearsal they were going to. And I'm like, it's improv. Why do you got to rehearse? But I guess I didn't make it big enough. And they were like, well, you actually do. They were like, yeah. well, actually, you know, you do have to rehearse for him. And I'm like, I know, I know. Sorry, I didn't sell it. and yeah. sell it as well as I could have. So it, it, it is interesting that you bring that up because here is, here is another aspect of this, though, that I've explained to her before it took a lot to, to mention this, but uh, and I think I've mentioned this to you before as well. I sometimes do have memory problems, right? Like actual actual yeah. issues. Um, and because I am known to do this type of humor, sometimes I cover for the fact that I didn't know something by pretending that I did know it, but was just joking that I didn't know it, because I do that already, right? So I was mentioning to somebody about this that if I ever actually did have Alzheimer's, it might take people a little while to realize that I have it. Because they'll think that I'm just yeah. messing with them. The boy who cried. So, 
the, the boy who cried, I, I don't know where my house is. Um, the old man who cried, I don't know where my house is. 50 years old pretty soon, Ben. Uh, Betty will be... Um, will will have had her birthday by the next time we record this podcast. That is right. It's uh, yeah. Valentine's Day. 14th. Valentine's Day. She will be 17 years old, Ben. 17. That seems One amazing. more year and she'll be a gosh darn yeah. adult. Uh, we've talked. Oh, yeah, this is a fun conversation I had with my dad. Uh, I'm like, yeah, so once Betty uh, gets out of high school, we're probably going to move, try to move somewhere with a public transportation system because she's not going to drive. And he's like, oh, she's not going to drive? I'm like, no, she has the same problem I do. And he's like, well, you learned to drive. I was like, yeah, I all also almost <laughs> died three times. I'd like to uh, make right. that so that it doesn't happen right. for her. And I've been trying to be careful of, uh, you know, I, I don't go on high, on freeways or highways if I can help it. Um, when I go places in St. Louis, I go um, the avoid highway. I, I love GPS stuff. Avoid highways uh, is really great because, you know, I can, I can usually handle driving on like regular streets and stuff like that. It's, it's blind spots and people zooming and it's just the, the way people drive on the freeways, Ben, uh, around here. I don't know if it's the same as in Seattle, very aggressive tailgating, moving in front of people. Yeah, that, that stuff's stuff universal. Like that. I mean, people say that drivers in one region of the country are more aggressive or, or more timid than drivers in other, other parts of the country, but it's, it's drivers are the same everywhere. I will say Atlanta was the only place where I saw someone reverse up the medium strip. Well, then you have morons. Of a highway. <laughs> yeah. Which was crazy. He did get out of the traffic jam, though. So that was neat. It was a souped-up car, too. Very, very fast sports car reversing up the grass of a median. It's really crazy. I was talking about Atlanta, the, the TV show with somebody the other day, and... I, I think I mentioned this before, but I, I'm still sticking by it that it is one of my top, definitely one of my top five. It's, yeah. Brian sure. Tyree Henry was nominated for like a supporting actor Oscar recently for something, for a movie that he was doing. Uh, was it for Bullet I, Train? <laughs> you know what? It should have been, but I don't think it was that. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it, yeah. <laughs> I like um, Bullet Train. I, I didn't know, do you? It was a dumb, goofy movie. Do you know his... His, his oh it was it was awesome uh, I, I think the guy who directed John Wick directed it but as well. Brian Tyree Henry's partner um, in that is rumored to be the new James Bond yeah that guy uh, he was kick ass ah in the in the film kick ass I've seen that I could see him as James Bond he did a really good job in Bullet Train as well that guy um so I would think that you would know but maybe you wouldn't because Probably i didn't not. um what what his first like real real starring Brian role was Tyree henry's i yep. i mean to me it's atlanta i don't know what he was in before that yeah he was the warlord in uh book of mormon on oh, broadway i i've never seen it Oh yeah, he's 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 great in that too. You know how you know his his looks, how he's able to just like the withering stare yeah, that yeah. he does sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He there's a there's a photograph of him giving that stare to somebody, and it's just great. I've been watching but, yeah. Poker Face. Have you seen this? Uh, the new Oh the Ben, Natasha I love Leon. Poker Face. Have we already talked about it? Yeah, we we talked about it a little bit. Now we can talk yeah. about it again. Spoilers, Spoilers for Poker Face. Um. The, the thing that I was talking to you about last time, but I, I want to reiterate now that you've seen it. Um, if you're a showrunner and you want people to be okay with watching the show where your main star is only in half of it, how do you do it? You know what? Now, I do remember us talking about this because I was getting ready for that. She's in more than half. It's only at the first like act break 
with that she's typically okay sometimes the i think the most recent one i saw with um uh the at the nursing home i think there were two the yeah, she yeah, wasn't yeah. in the first That's two acts saw. but um it's it's thursday uh that we're recording this there's going to be a new one tonight looking forward to it there's also going to be a new last of us tomorrow they've bumped it up because of the super bowl oh awesome um um, also, oh, well, I was just going to say, ahead. in this most recent Poker Face, they did, like, it's obvi- it's very obviously a Columbo, How Catch Em kind of TV show, and there was yep. a, a very um, solid call-out to Columbo in this last one, where, where Natasha, or Charlie, was like, yeah, one more thing, I just gotta ask, you know, <laughs> she said that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it took five episodes, but we finally had that. I haven't been watching the new Quantum Leap that much, but I watched one episode. It was recommended to me uh, by our mutual friend Andy uh, because it was a about a, a a trans girl who was a basketball player, written by a trans person, and it was. I was watching, and I'm like, yeah, this is okay. There's something off though, and I can't think of what it is because he was talking about how how good it was and stuff. I realized, oh, that's right. It's NBC. It's a network TV show. I've been watching nothing but prestige cable <laughs> TV shows for so long. I forgot what it feels like to watch a show that is heavily, you know, produced right. by a network. That all the standards and practices and all that stuff that they have to do. Uh, and then I thought about Hannibal. And I'm like, how did that happen? How was it that Hannibal was able to be? what it was on NBC. What did they do? And the only thing I can think of is they just rode that line. You know? I think ad revenue also has a lot to do with that. If Hannibal was making a lot of money for the network, I think, and the showrunners were like, then, you know, we're making you a lot of money, so hands off my product. And uh, I'm sure NBC would be like, keep making us money. Yeah, it's not handable. Uh, That doesn't make any sense, but I like saying it. Um, I've also seen three so, episodes of Kaleidoscope, which I'm enjoying. Oh, okay. Which, if you don't mind me ask, what colors? Green, yellow, and lavender. Which is that's what you've yeah, seen the so order. far. I actually, when I when I decided to start watching it, I looked up like the correct order to watch it. And oh, jeez. So you didn't let it? Had, well, Netflix served it to me in a certain order, right? But why no, I noticed. Yeah, that. are you watching it in that I order? Am. And but I noticed that it's when you play the episode, it'll tell you what episode it is. So like, I started for me with green, I think, which would have been the first episode that yeah. I watched. It's like the sub, uh, you know, the on-screen text says S or E one S three, which was like, oh, so this is the third episode, not the first episode. And so I'm like, well. But after a, a few debates to my, with myself and reading, like, which the correct order is, um, I finally decided to just watch it however, how Netflix decided to show it to me. Keeping white as the yeah, last so what, episode. Yeah, white will be showed, yeah, will will show up as the last episode. So what, what is, what was green? Green was the jail. remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green didn't come until way later for uh. me. Um, and so that was kind of interesting. So so that's the, the thing that's great about it, in my opinion, is that, you know, they have references to stuff. So like, like um, the, the guy, you know, I think Yellow was the first one I saw, I want to say. Um, the guy... getting um like met at his place of work by the other guy <laughs> okay this doesn't work um what's the name of the what's the name of the kid who is in prison stan? yeah stan um and and what's the name of the 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 like uh Giancarlo Esposito the head guy uh yeah what was, his, what was his character's Ray? name? Ray? I think was he also, it? like, at the end of Green, he 
Yeah, he has yeah. two different names. He got a he got an alias, but I think he starts off as Ray. Ray or Roy? I think it's Ray. Yeah. So so when <laughs> I when I saw it, right, they they were meeting up for the first time, and you knew that they had history, but you didn't know what that yeah. history was. So and then you went back yeah. and you saw it. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so if you can imagine the uh, Bob. I think his name is the guy, the, whoever the, the new boyfriend of his girlfriend oh, yeah, the, was. the British guy? Yeah. I don't remember his name. So you you met them, you know, all that before any of this stuff happened, so you, you don't know a, exactly what the yeah. story is. Wait, what, what was Lavender? Lavender was the um, 24 years ago episode. Oh, that's right. So that's and that's when what he was, that's what when was Giancarlo the, like the job that sent him to prison in the first place. Yeah. And what was the what was yellow, the other one? That you've yellow seen so was far? the second one I watched. That was six weeks before the heist. That was um, Giancarlo or Ray putting the team like getting like his reunion yeah. with Stan in the uh, the shop. Yeah, so that was that was my first that was the first yeah, episode yeah. that I saw. <clears throat> so it's kind of cool. Um, I I think there will be more shows like that eventually. Do you remember the idea that we had? <laughs> Out of uh, the last, uh, I know we had three years uh, which, of friendship. <laughs> which, which one? Yeah, um, we had talked about doing a zombie apocalypse TV show that was. Um, shot through uh, security Point cameras. Point of view of the zombie, and that, and that, and that you would just go to a server. I think we were talking to Stephen about this. You just go to a server, and there would be all these clips with timestamps yeah. on them, and you could watch it in whatever order you wanted to, which I think would still work. And then, yeah, and then it's this a uh, mixture of like choose your own found footage adventure. Yeah, exactly. It would still be cool, I think. Be a little, little bit of fun. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, um, th let's talk about. Um, Ben's gonna guess the news. Ben, I'm gonna guess the news. What? What is the big controversy? Uh, that is not indie RPG related, but has the indie RPG community up in arms fighting each other. Uh, what are what are they arguing about this week? Uh, it, I'm assuming it has nothing to do. It's nerd shit. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think I got it in time. So it obviously, I think obviously, has nothing to do with um, what we've talked about before in terms of what the indie RPG people have complained about. Yeah, it's it doesn't have anything to do with uh, RPGs. Uh, I have no earthly idea. Okay. Um, there is a, I'll, 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 I'll try to steer you to it. Um, people who like RPGs often also like other nerd media properties, such as television shows and what? And movies? Oh, books and television shows, books, movies, and what else? What other, um, media... Music kind of thing. do music is not it. What do I'm a I'm a I fully embrace nerd culture. I've got um, t-shirts with things on them. I have um, t-shirts merchandise. <laughs> merchandise. Um, so so merchandise for TV shows, movies, books, and. There's a there's another big pillar of stuff that nerds claim ownership of and are, are really 
Ooh, you're so close. I this is now this is now I was gonna tell you, but now I really want you to, to guess because I can't yeah, believe that you're missing this. I can't this. believe I'm, I'm, once you tell me I'm gonna uh Okay, so so think of your typical nerd. What does your typical nerd do? They podcast. First of all, where does your typical <laughs> comic books where does your where does your typical nerd live? And your mom's basement. Like what's their housing situation? Yeah, what are you doing Play in your video mom's games. basement, Ben? What's what's? Yeah, there you go. So it's a video game related <laughs> okay. issue. Oh, is it Hogwarts Legacy? It is Hogwarts Legacy, and Ben, what is the problem with Hogwarts Legacy? Um, I know nothing other than people are still upset at J.K. Rowling's turfdom, but I'm guessing that there's some sort of anti-trans element inside the video game. The understanding that I have is not that it's necessarily anti-trans except for, you know, J.K. Rowling is making money off of it and is still apparently a turf. Um, it's that... And spoilers for this game, apparently. Um, some people say that the, the object of the game is to squash a slave rebellion. I don't know how true that is, but there's a big argument so a about bunch it. Of, so a bunch of... Um, slaves rebel against the masters and you have to stop that and that's the game that is that is okay that is what highly vocal critics of the game in the indie rpg community say is happening now in the now is I that know nothing about the harry potter universe what uh like like I don't are these humans that we're dealing with? Are they non-human? I I think it might be I think it might be the and this is just a guess, right? Um I'm thinking they're non-humans. They might be the little magical elf people that help clean up around the like Dobby and all that stuff. Um but here's the thing. This is the big deal. Um what is happening is that people are taking to TikTok to explain why it's okay to play the game and how you shouldn't shame people for wanting to play it. Right. And then other people are saying this isn't true. And then this is and now this is how it affects the indie RPG thing. Uh, people who want to play the the wizard your wizard game. Uh, have started using the phrase there's no ethical consumption under capitalism but the problem that people are having with that is that that phrase is supposed to be used to um, to absolve people who live in food deserts buying their food at Walmart right, yeah. right? You're, you, you can't boycott Walmart if it's the only place where you can buy your food that's, that's the basic thing not not you can still play your favorite wizard boy uh even though it's you know giving money to a turf person so that's that's the idea right so they say that and then this is the final the final step in the argument ben uh they are saying that some indie game publishers once somebody makes that statement they're saying that some indie game publishers are just as bad as uh, Wizards of the Coast, which is owned by Hasbro. <clears throat> yeah, they're they're just as bad. It's all it's all corporate stuff, and you're just feeding the corporate machine. And you should only buy zines from people who, you know, make them in their basement yeah. and whatever. And that is how that video game. Is causing and I and I've seen people who have been friends uh, unfollow each other. Some some people have left, you know, servers that they used to be on uh, Discord. It's just it's a crazy time, Ben. In the nerd well, world. Well, I'm sorry that the nerds are mad at each other, um, but I kind of I, I guess I can see both sides because you like if. You can't live an ethical life in today's America unless you just yes. go and live in the woods and unplug from everything. You know? 
Because, yeah, there was a point where I'm like, I'm not going to buy any foods from Nestle, but Nestle owns half of everything in the grocery store. Or I'm not going to listen to, yep. you know, uh, or I'm not going to watch TV that has this person involved. But, you know, this person is part of the production company. And every time I watch one of these movies that I like, that person gets more money. You can't. It's it's. <laughs> And that's what they depend on, people like me who just give up. And I'm like, it's too much yep. work to oh. figure this out, so I'm not going to worry about it. Now here's the next, the next Ben's going to get to the news. Um, my kid recently left Twitter. Do you know why? Because they were posting too much yesterday and were told to stop. I don't know that. There was a there was a change apparently where now there's a limit to how many people you can follow. Oh yeah, that too. And that was the last straw. What is the limit of how it many people a, you can follow? Uh, what is the limit? I don't know what the limit is. The only reason I know of it is because I follow Steve Martin, and he posted a screenshot um, of the, the Twitter dialogue warning, uh, tr uh, the Twitter warning dialogue box that says that he had reached his follow following limit. He could not he could follow, not any, follow more any more people. Steve Martin right. could. Yeah, um, they. I'll, I'll tell you this: they used to, I believe, have something like that, or at least a throttle. But apparently, from it's what been, I understand, uh, there were a couple of things that were put, a couple of uh, things like that that were pushed out before they were ready. Um, so, I don't know. It just it, it sounds like a horror show over in Twitter. I just saw a tweet just before logging on today where um, uh, Elon Musk fired a Twitter engineer for telling him the truth about uh, tweet views. There was... It, it, Elon was like, well, how come I'm... I don't have the as many tweet views on my tweets as I normally do. And the engineer was like, you just don't have that much engagement. There's nothing wrong with it. And that dude was fired. Yeah. Why am I shadow banned? Asked Elon Musk. <laughs> um, hey, do you remember? Um, I don't know if this happened, right? I don't know if this happened with us or if it was another group of people another and a different Ben. duo from Seattle. Um, the idea that there's a ringtone that's bare naked ladies, it's Ben, <laughs> uh, as. As the call, did we do that, I don't or think is that, that's the, that? Am I thinking that something someone that's else probably did? someone whoever else, did yeah. it? <laughs> I'm. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna make a guess, uh, and uh, I'm gonna say that it was uh, Demi um, Lovato, Electro Lemon. Electro Lemon was his username, Demi. I, I think that it might have been him, but I don't know if you for should. Sure. Maybe it was somebody I else think entirely. You should make that the ringtone when I call you. Okay, we'll 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 try it. <laughs> we'll we'll work it out. Uh, for me, you can just use the "Hey Paul, Hey Paul" from Gigantic and cut it before it becomes about <laughs> sex. With a dude. Oh, uh, that was one of those Gigantic, things of. Um, oh, what we're gonna have to pay for that now. Yeah. Oh no, I, I, you, you were uh, off tune <laughs> enough that I think we're gonna be okay. Thank you. Hey. Thank you. Backhanded Yay. compliment, Paul. Strikes again. Hey Paul. Hey Paul. No, see, I took no, I took no pleasure in that. I, I didn't feel good about it. Felt great about that. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else is going on in the news? Oh, oh, uh, final, final thing of, of, uh, Ben's going to guess the news, uh, video game edition. Uh, so somebody was saying that they are upset that, that this, you know, Harry Potter discourse is going to go on, uh, you know, for a while. And someone said, well, just wait until blank comes out. 
everyone's going to forget all about it. Was Blank an actual uh, game coming implying, out? Or like, uh, yeah, implying just wait that, till that Harvey Blank, Weinstein which is not the, video the name game of the comes out. Well, well, no, it's a blank is the name. I am I am using the word blank in place of a name of a video game. What video game do a few people at least think will be so awesome that no one is going to care about the Harry Potter game? God, when it comes out, we're getting real inside baseball here. At least for someone who pays no attention to the video game space. Exactly. Um, it is a. I'm assuming a controversial title. Um, it is. It is. A, is it a sequel to an it's, existing? It's not title? going to cause. It is not a sequel to an existing title, and it's not controversial in that some people think uh, it's it's content is is it's it's just it has it been like lusted after <clears throat> by some people after some trailers for it came out. And now it is finally coming to, uh, in this month, it's coming to all major platforms. Um, is it an original IP or based on an existing? Original okay. IP. I'm just going to tell you, tell Ben, because I don't uh, think you're going to be able no to guess it. it um, when the podcast is over, I would like you to watch a trailer for Atomic Heart. Atomic Heart. The video Never game. Never heard of it. Yes. But people think um, it's going to be so popular or is, people are going to be talking about it so much that it'll totally eclipse all this Harry Potter nonsense. Yeah. Some is like right now in certain circles, it's getting a lot of buzz and the people who are watching, you know, that thing think it's going to make it like big in the mainstream that once it once it hits people are gonna is it a it. Uh, like an existing studio is it from it's a it's a game from russia okay um and, <laughs> and the end of the game you have is... to squash the ukrainian uprising no 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 it's uh it's just it's i i again i I, I would suggest just watching the trailer. It's nuts. But, I mean, because here's the thing. It's your standard, you're a guy with a gun and you're shooting things. That's that's the game, yeah. like like any other thing. It's the style and craziness of it that makes All a right. difference. So, yeah. I see that you're looking My at something. Watch- buzz it's telling me to stand it does this it i should know that whenever my watch buzzes at me at 10 to the hour it's just reminding me to stand up and i don't need to look at it oh and that's and that's to keep you uh... it's, it's the apple watch has got a you know it has this this um you have three health rings one is stand one is exercise and one is move and so you try to complete mm-hmm. your rings by the end of the day um, because it's healthy for you to stand up, I guess. And so it's... Can I ask you about your Apple Watch, Ben? Sure. Um, do you need your, a phone to use it? Does it have to be paired to a phone in order to work? I don't know. I just assumed that it did, but I already own an iPhone, and so it wasn't like I am within the walled garden of Apple products. So it, you know, pairs. I set it up with my MacBook, and I, uh, you know, use my iPhone to, you know, sync it when when I when it was new. So I'm sure they sell standalone Apple watches, though. If you don't have an iPhone, if you have an Android. Or I'm sure if you're looking for a watch, you know, uh, Fitbit would be more than happy to to uh, sell you a watch. Well, see what I'm what I'm eventually looking for is to not have a phone anymore, to just oh, have I see a watch what you're getting at. that I can make phone calls off and st- of and stuff I don't... like that. I think it's coming. It's not here yet, but I think yeah, it will. I, yeah. You can. I think that's the thing. I can make calls with this, but it goes through my phone. It's not. This isn't. This isn't a cellular, right, exactly. you know, device. Once, once we have uh, on-hand cellular devices, it's going to be 
it's going to be it for me. I won't have a phone anymore. Do you remember those gloves that were that had a, like a speaker in the pinky and a or and a uh, no a microphone in the pinky and a speaker in the thumb? Phone gloves. There, yeah, there was there was one that they had in Japan that I really wanted to work, which is you stuck your finger in your ear, yeah. and your your audio went through the bones of your hand, and then your your watch was a microphone. And that's how people would make Here's calls. Here's an interesting thing. So, when kids today pretend to talk on the phone, what do they do? Because. I don't know. We did this because this is what talking on the phone looked like when we were kids, right? Yeah, we would do this too. Yeah, because this was the phone. Hey, do you this remember? This wasn't us holding the phone. This was the. Do you remember phone. the thing? I think it was A and W root beer where where they would say you you pick up the can like this, so that you have like a mug. Do you remember Maybe. that? Was I it A and W? Anyway, I thought it was cool for a while. I I, uh, I do that when I drink out of a soda can. I put a th- uh, uh, my pinky under. This isn't a soda can, obviously, but I put my pinky underneath. Just to act as a sort of uh, shelf, so the stabilizer so the can doesn't slip out of my hand. Interesting. So, um, remind remind me for uh, the Ben exclusive. Stick around after the podcast <laughs> so I can talk about life, life events. events. Um, you can do that while I'm watching the trailer yeah, we... for Atomic Heart. There's one thing, Paul, I don't know if you watched it, but uh, a couple days ago, do you know what big political event happened? Uh, the State of the, the Union State Address. The State of the Union Address, yeah. Hey, I did it. The awesome. S-O-T-U. Uh, obviously, I did not watch it. I did watch not watch it. it either, but I have, just, uh, I have seen clips and I have read reaction about it. Here is something that I uh, do not mind telling you. I have not seen the current president speaking as much as I have seen our previous president speaking. Um, and and to sum up my attitude, it's been like this. I'm sure it's fine. Like, like... Well- not yeah i know exactly what you mean watching and and then again the the president before the previous president watching barack obama was nice you were like oh he's an orator there there he is speaking skills there he is he's doing he's doing it great i i i'm mostly okay with this uh would be what i would say whenever barack obama would talk um Donald Trump, it was like, oh, uh, and then Joe Biden's like, eh, well, see, that's I, I don't need to I don't need to see him. That's say what things. was great about Biden winning is that you can go back to ignoring things the president said. Yeah, um, like and, in you know, the best those, way, the, people can watch. <laughs> People can go back and listen to the podcast around that time. The fact that Joe Biden is president now, everybody uh, probably collectively forgets how bizarre that was, that turn of events, that that's who became president. But at the time, it was like, what? Wasn't he just thoroughly eviscerated by... uh, Kamala Harris. (laughs) Yeah, or whatever. That happens during every debate cycle i i mean you can remember when biden ran in 2008 and the debates that he had with obama on the you know the debate stage and and just like oh barack yeah i I guess they smoothed things over because uh, obama picked biden to be his vp or obama was told to pick biden by his team yeah exactly that's (laughs) Uh, that Bill Hicks thing, <laughs> I still yep. remember it. And, they sh- and you and you go <laughs> down, and they show you the assassination of John F. Kennedy from an angle that you've <laughs> never seen before. 
And the lights uh, come up, and a man with a scar asks you, any questions? Just what my agenda is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. Um, hey, speaking of so good, it's another podcast in the can, Ben. Hey, th- this is number it. 363. We are a couple of weeks away from having a podcast a day. Yeah, podcast today. That's going to be fun for you, <laughs> listener. Uh, and who's who's to say really? Um, hey, interesting thing, Ben. I have not read about or thought about artificial intelligence at all for uh, this last oh, week. Oh, you get a cookie. Yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I do. And... Again, we'll see if I get another cookie next week on the Goody Lawrence podcast. Keep, Keep it, it wrong, wrong Paul. Talk to you next week. Talks. Talk talks to you next to week. week. Yep, that's that's what I good said. enough. And I'm keeping it. Let's just let's All just right. end it. Yeah, we're good. And we're clear. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Oh, I still haven't stopped. Ah. It.